Hey, good afternoon, everyone. So this is Daniel Saint-Jean, one of the co-founders of The Right Club, and our special co-guest co-host today, um, Victoria Clooney. Hello. Hello. And who is going to, the two of us, are going to just grill Jacqueline. And uh, of course, what, when you know what Jacqueline does for a living, she can, take, she can take it. So we're ready to go? Ready to go. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello. Hello. Recording is Victoria Mooney. Hello, hello. Special guest today is Jacqueline. How are you doing, Jacqueline? I'm fantastic. I'm in great company with you too. <laughs> well, thank you. But um, you're the guest here. So we're putting you on the hot seat and we're going to find out as much as we can about you and how you will be able to share information that will make, that will help our listeners to do better with their real estate investing. So, um, I'm going to go right away to you there, Victoria, because you know Jacqueline a lot more than I do. So why don't you start the conversation and then I will pick up little bits here and there and I'll, I'll, I'll pop it. Amazing. Thank you, Danielle. Jacqueline, nice to see you again. I hope you're not yep. sick of me yet because we've spent so much time together in the past yes. couple of weeks. But yeah. uh, it's June, know, really. Yeah, I know. I know. And so I guess I'm going to just like start the question off, just asking you to to give us a little bit of background about yourself. Um, I know you're good with the elevator pitch. So let's go right into the elevator pitch and hear uh, who are you? Okay, so I'm Jacqueline Marshall, and I am from a small rural town in Newfoundland. That's where I grew up and was raised. And uh, I became a dental hygienist. And three years into that career, uh, this was not the career I had thought or I had anticipated or hoped it would be. And very unintentionally and accidentally, I became a real estate investor. And how that happened was I wanted to move to a house closer to the office, dental office that I was working. Uh, I put my current house uh, up for sale. It didn't sell. So out of frustration, I put it up for rent. And uh, I had no idea that you should do something like tenant screen. I had no idea. Uh, so I'm definitely a poster child for uh, you could start and have a good jumping off point when you don't know anything. You know, I'm the poster child for that. I was so intentional. I had no intention of becoming an investor or a landlady. And very unintentionally, I did that. And uh, so if, you don't have to have it all figured out to start and be successful. That is, I love that that. is true. That is so true. And uh, so I bought a second house and I was having relatively good luck with this uh, first set of tenants I've ever had in my life. And I just decided to rent the house that I was in and I bought another one and I kept on doing that. So over a three-year period, I accumulated a number of uh, single-family home rentals. And then I got into flipping and that is when I walked away and took a leave of absence from dental hygiene. And I just absolutely loved it. Uh, um, it was really hard work. There was learning curves. There was growing pain. I did not know what I was doing, but that is where the YouTube university came in. I would do a lot of YouTube uh, and Googling just to learn 
whatever DIY project I happened to be working on that day or that week or whatever I was seeking my teeth into. And that is how I learned. And I, a lot of times, there were those first couple of flips, I had to redo things over and over again, sometimes three times. And right. uh, yeah, so YouTube University has given me a better return, uh, you know, than uh, any uh, university degree so far. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And so really what I'm hearing, and I think a lot of investors get into investing accidentally or unintentionally. Yeah. I know mm -hmm. I certainly did. At what point did you decide to actually take on intentional investing? Do you remember the time where you actually made that decision to go from yeah. trying to just navigate, figure it out to actually know this is what I want to do and uh, describe that to us of, of, you know, what your thought process was? Uh, I was, it was over three years. That was when uh, the light bulb went off for me when I had a X number of single family homes. And then I realized that the cumulative passive income after all, everything was paid, that what I had left over from those rentals at the end of the month was replacing dental hygiene. And I was like, okay, I hate hygiene. I could live off of this. And so the light bulb started going off because I was like, why am I still working as a hygienist? Your but teeth are great though, by the way. For anybody who can't see Jacqueline, your teeth are so pearly white. <laughs> okay, thank you. But... Um, yeah, so I had this conversation and I want to uh, highlight this point too. It is extremely important to have a real estate agent who is an investor themselves or extremely knowledgeable in, in uh, helping you buy an investment property and the different things that you can do as an investor. Um, so three-ish three years uh, uh, into that point, I had a conversation with Steve Panjar, my real estate agent. And I asked him, I said, like, so besides doing rental properties, how else do people invest in real estate? Like, what are my options? He gave me a number of options. Flipping stood out to me. It appealed to me. And so I bought my first cosmetic listed flip, uh, a house that benefit from uh, cosmetic updates. And I did it. And there was a, a big learning curve, like I said, but I tackled it. And um, after my first flip, as much as the hard work it wasn't there were some tears and colorful language I was like I don't want to walk away from this and have to return to the, the dental office so I kept on going so now for over three years I have been slipping amazing. So. amazing I love what you said about finding a real estate agent that is investor yes. lame because it is so true yes a lot of times real estate agents and it's you know no fault of their own but they yes. deal with customers that make their decisions based on emotion, those buys, mm -hmm. like when you're buying your own home, but an investor makes decisions based on the numbers and they yeah. remove emotion from it. And so having an agent that understands that and doesn't try to pressure you one way or another is so valuable. So that is awesome. Are you still doing flips today? And if so, what is your strategy moving forward in the new landscape that we're facing with the market changes? Um, the market is not, the landscape of that is not something I have ever taken into consideration or even bothered myself. I don't laden myself with that. Um, but I'm not currently right now working on a flip, but I will be because I do want to have um, up to date. I've only done one flip, finished it, sold it, moved on to the next. I do want to have multiple flips going on concurrently because I want that construction 
renovation management experience under my belt because I'm hoping that will make me very appealing to JV partners or, you know, bigger projects and things like that. Um, but no, what I'm wrapped up right now is that I closed on a multifamily uh, last December. Uh, that was my, thank you. That was my first refinance um, transaction or experience process, I guess. And uh, so what I'm hoping to do with that, that refinance money is buy a bigger multifamily or uh, multifamily commercial. So. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break from the show. Right, Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas, and for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist. That's right, and Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single-family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value. Absolutely, and they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between. They handle everything from permitting and design to final cleaning before you list your rentals. And they also have fully licensed electrical contractors certified with the ESA and take jobs of all sizes. Make sure to check them out at blackjackcontractinginc.ca and also follow them on social media at blackjackcontractinginc. And they say investing can sometimes feel like the biggest gamble of your life, but when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. So now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. I um, have a couple of comments about uh, what you've been saying here over the last few <laughs> minutes. And I, and I want I, I want to pull a lesson from something that you said, because you said, I got into this and I really didn't know what I was doing, but you got into this and, into this and you did it. And we both, we, all the three of us here have met people where we meet them at networking events and they've been going there for five years and six years. And when we ask them on the door, they say, well, I'm almost there. I just need to know a little bit more about this, a little bit more about that. So folks, you don't need five years of education to start doing a little bit of real estate. Look, look at this lady here where she is now. And again, she didn't really know at the same time, she's really smart. Okay. All right. So, so that helps, but she did. And you know what, if it doesn't kill you, it will teach you something. And, and if you're smart enough, you're not going to make the same mistake again. So you don't need to wait till you know everything, because guess what? You never will. This is my, my yeah. first point I want to make. You, you, you agree with that, Jacqueline? I do. I think whatever learning curves or mistakes I made, they may not replicate themselves to someone else who's doing a flip next door to me. Each, each one is going to be different. So it's great to hear someone else's experiences and knowledge and things like that. But your experience is just never going to mirror someone else's. And I've done like eight or nine flips now. And each flip comes with its own unique set of issues and problems and hurdles. So it's just about you have to anticipate problems, prepare for it, and just have that mindset that, uh, shit's going to go sideways. It is. And you just got to set yourself up and have that mental uh, fortitude. And uh, when it does happen, focus on finding the solution for that roadblock so that you can get on with the next day and the next day. So, And my second lesson that I learned that I want to share with from what you said is that you don't need to know um, what you need to know is where to get your information and you don't need to go spend $30,000 to, to join a group or, or 
or, or maybe you don't, and a coach is always useful, but I mean, at the same time, a coach will only go so far after that. You need to do it yourself, but you need to know where to get your information and, and information can come from all kinds of sources. For example, you got a lot of your information from YouTube. How, how for much the, of, for the DIY, for the DIYs, yes, for the DIYs, yes, for the DIYs, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. that cost me nothing except the electricity bill <laughs> or, you know, Wi-Fi or something. Yeah. Victoria. Yeah. And it is so true. And I love the fact that like from the DIYs, especially for, you know, somebody like me that doesn't consider themselves very handy. I think the listeners could really get the value understanding that you're self-taught. And you are at the, you know, you've gone from, as we, we've called it, the school of YouTube. And now you're sharing your DIY tips and tricks for everybody else. And so talk to me a little bit about that, um, th how you've navigated that world to go from learning to now teaching and, you know, what that's mm -hmm. done for you for um, growing social media and how that's impacted your real estate investing. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been investing for over seven years, seven and a half years now. And the social media has only been a two year uh, thing. Um, and when I started with social media, I had no idea what I was going to share or what, what would people, what do I have to share? What, you know? And so finally with the DIY tips and my before and afters and just my, my uh, real estate journey with the flips and doing the DIYs on rental, I thought that might bring value to people. Uh, particularly women, and uh, because I'm not a big woman, you've seen me, Victoria. Yes. I'm not a girl. I'm not like a, a she-hulk here by any means. But unless you're uh, wearing those platforms, unless I'm wearing those pink platforms, right? Uh, absolutely. But uh, I mean, I think what it comes down to, and this is unique, uh, not unique to me. Sorry, but I mean, it comes down to just you have to have grit. You have to have mental uh, toughness. You have to have determination. You got to have confidence in yourself. And uh, because up to date, I still have never read a real estate book. I own a bunch of real estate books, but I haven't read any of them except past a, a chapter or two. I haven't overindulged, uh, you know, for the first five years of my journey. I didn't even know that uh, real estate contests existed. So again, I'm the poster child. You don't have to have these expensive, to your point, uh, Danielle, you know, you don't have to invest in these expensive coaches, mentors, and about packages and stuff like that to get started. It's just, it's as simple as buy a house. What do you want to do with it? Do you want to hold on to it or do you want to put value into it and get rid of it three, four or five months down the road? Just decide. I think one of the, the most important things to do if you want to start is just have clarity on what asset you want to sink your teeth into. Have clarity because you got, there's like, what, 15, 20 different things that you can so invest many. in. Mm -hmm. Focus on one thing, have clarity, then gain knowledge. And who do you have to know for that one particular asset? Don't, if, so if you're into multifamily, don't waste your tr time trying to figure out, oh, how to do student rentals or flipping or anything like that. If you decided on multifamily, focus your energy on gaining, curating knowledge for that asset. And then once you've done that, none of this paralysis analysis, that's just silly as far as I'm concerned. Be tough with yourself, give yourself a deadline and take action. Pull the breaking trigger, give yourself a deadline. So clarity, knowledge, and action. That's, those are those three things you need. And it doesn't take a lot of money to figure it out. <laughs> Love it. 
I want to dig a little bit deeper in what you said about grit, because I couldn't agree more. Grit Mm -hmm. is, you know, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room, but it's the the being able to pick yourself up and keep going. Right. And so where where does your grit come from and what makes you continue to persevere through your challenges? Oh, this has a lot to do with my mom and my upbringing. Stands down. Uh, I was brought up by a single mom, and that woman gave me uh, the best, some of the best financial tidbits, you know, that uh, I have that I can credit to me uh, to today. Like she gave it to me. She died young, so but so I got this information from her when I was a teenager. But to this day, as a grown ass woman, you know, when I was a dental hygienist and as an investor, I she echoes in my in my head and. Uh, a big part of it is uh, before becoming an investor was live beneath your means and you will never run into trouble. And I carried that mindset into real estate investing too. Like just live beneath your means and you will never run into trouble. You will never declare bankruptcy. When we were at the conference in Ottawa, um, I, unfortunately, I got, you know, talked to this couple and they said, oh, we've lost everything. And in my mind, I'm just like, how is that even possible? I can't even relate to that with all due respect. Like you did something. You don't know how, you don't have good financial habits if you lost everything. So something went wrong somewhere. So yeah, it's, but that's just me. That's just my, my attitude, my point of view. So at the same time, I mean, you may have lost everything material and financial, but <laughs> what I keep hearing here is grit determination, mindset, mm-hmm. your why, and take action. So after yep. you lose everything, if you still mm-hmm. have your all of these, then they're the tools. Just right back up, brush yourself a little bit, yep. and then go right back to for another one. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. That was interesting. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Are you worried about continued restrictions on rental increases that fall well below inflation? Are you dealing with long-term tenants that do not appreciate and take care of your property, often leaving damages, costing you money? Are you tired of getting caught in the vicious cycle of the Landlord-Tenant Board and their delayed rulings? Imagine instead having a greater control over positive cash-flowing properties that let you set prices and increase them without a government cap? allowing you to choose your guests based on your criteria, giving you the ability to claim for damages, and set extra fees. This allows for great guest quality, which are often current homeowners or corporate executives. If this all sounds appealing to you, then the midterm rental strategy might be the way for you to pivot. For more information, please visit www.midtermrentalproperties.com. And now back to the show. Victoria, to add to um, hear you talk about grit from a girl who's been in the you know, um, armed forces for 21 years. <laughs> right now, I know right? a little bit about it. I do. And I'm, I'm just so, it, um, it really sets people apart. And I think it's a big misconception that people have that they have to know everything. So I just love that you bring that up as part of your story. And to make sure that everybody understands that we all have different stories, but that perseverance, that that grit, as you say, the hardiness, there's so many ways that we can describe it, but really it's the like stick to of just yeah. keep moving forward. And every successful person will have a story behind their challenges. 
But the thing that they all will have in common is that they get back up. Yes. Get back I up. Think, uh, yeah, I think that's what separates, uh, regardless of whether it's real estate investing or whatever, like that, what's, that's a key point of what separates successful from the unsuccessful. It is just that you, are, you have to be prepared for these sacrifices and the concession and you have to be prepared. There are going to be some really shitty days and some really hard days and weeks or months and there's going to be setbacks. Um, but you just have to brush yourself off and go, okay, how do I, what, what are my takeaways from this experience? Take that takeaway, snowball it into the next one. And the next one, you've just got that much more insight and education, knowledge and experience, and you'll do better. And the, the keep mitigating the risk, you know, as you keep going and snowballing it all into the best one. That's what I've done. That's what I've done. (laughs) I have a, a A specific question that I that I wanted to ask you while we are on this uh, this interview. Now, for those of you who are watching the recording, you'll understand what I'm talking about here when you look at Jacqueline. For those of you who are just listening, let me just point out the fact that if you're sitting in a restaurant somewhere and she walks to the restaurant, you're thinking she's on her way to the next room where they're holding the Miss um, Canada pageant. That's that's what she looks like. So. With that in mind, when when you are in a uh, flip situation and uh, this big burly contractor comes in and you're going to tell him what to do, how to do it and where to do it, how does that work? Um, the first uh, time that I met my team, because when I, I scaled from lipstick or I graduated from lipstick flips into uh, flips that the scope of scale of work really graduated into things like new roofs, knocking down walls, rewiring a house, uh, dealing with the uh, the plumbing and redoing that. So I had to hire people because I, I dropped permits on that. So the first time when people show up and they see me, you know, again, so I'm not a very tall person and uh, they're all bigger, like burly, like you said, uh, they, they thought I was joking. They thought they didn't realize that, that I was serious about being a serial house flipper. And um, they didn't believe that I actually lived in the flips. Now, the flips that I that I do where I had to hire people, they're very smelly. They're very disgusting. And uh, I stay there. I sleep on the floor. I put plastic down. I put a mattress down. That's where I sleep. And until I get things going so I can set up a bed frame and stuff. And once they see, because while I, I'm working while they're working, you know, and they see that. And so when they show up at the second house, they were like, oh, my gosh, you were uh, you were telling the truth. And so it raised a level of respect and just everything. And it was very instrumental in how successful I was in that market, you know, because I've used that team now for over uh, almost three years now. Yeah. So that was very instrumental. Yeah. But they listened to me. Well, you remind me of another uh, person that we see very, very often at at the right club events, and uh, I'm sure I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have uh, recorded or podcast before. But do you know Danielle Chasson? Because uh, you, you two could write a first of all, you look like twins, and you could write a book together because she she's the same. She she it took her a long, long time to be able to get some authority when, 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 when contractors and professionals come in, because she looks like she's on her way to a beauty contest, not uh, yeah. with the pink overalls and the pink hat yeah. and she has pink boots. <laughs> so, um, so you, you, but now with your, your experience, when they come in and they know what you've done, I mean, uh, you later mm-hmm. the, the plan and, and they follow, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. They listen to me. <laughs> it is a common um, bias that women have to face in this world and anything that uh, is male dominant. And so having that awareness in the back of your mind can just help. And there's like a, a quiet confidence that I often see strong women have when they come into these uh, opportunities. And and I've seen Den- or, uh, Jacqueline for the past couple of weeks now, and, and I can certainly vouch for that uh, that confidence. And so, you know, it served you well. And uh, it's just such a, a great example to be not only just for women, but for all investors that don't necessarily feel like they might have the skills or the background to be able to take on a challenge like that that you're just paving that way and being able to show people that anybody can do it. And then the the way that you can create these engaging videos and reels that you're putting out on your social media, on Instagram in particular, is just so simplified. And I'm sure it's not, but you just make it look so easy that uh, I would love to hear from people that have actually ta- tackled these projects based on your videos. Do you ever get that? Do people ever give you uh, feedback on whether or not you help them? Um, I've gotten a few DMs like over the past year or so, uh, inspiring them. And they're all from women, like you inspired me to, you know, just be courageous about X, Y, Z. But I just want to highlight another uh, thing where YouTube University has been really beneficial to me. So when it takes time to hiring, and I, I think this is very important too, um, become knowledgeable on what you're, what you are hiring about. So when I was hiring, uh, an electrician and the thing and the scope of work that I was doing in the first house, I researched all of that. And I wrote down all my questions, what you should ask an electrician, you know, ask him about permits, ask him about this. So, uh, that was a, a thing for YouTube university as well. And I remember Neil, the first time that he showed up, he was like, I know what you're talking about. And I'm like, no, I don't. And, was like, and it wasn't until the second house when he showed up for the second flip I did was on. Uh, I told him, you know, the days leading up to you coming and giving me an estimate, I just educated myself on electrical things and what's involved and what is an appropriate um, quote for the scale of work that I'm getting done and things like that, like the range and everything. I just really educated myself about it. And the, and the questions that you should ask, I've also uh, YouTube, like, you know, how do you find a contractor? How do you source them? What kind of questions do you ask them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've researched, like, you know, contracts and everything like that. Um, so that when they are in front of me, I'm like, no, this is how it's going to be, That's you know. Right. And then, you know, it's hard to pull the wool over your, have the wool pull over your eyes when you come across, like, you know, particularly a woman. When you're being very, um, you have a lot of conviction about, no, this is how I want it done. This is what I expect from the contract. You don't want to do it that way. That's fine. I'll find my, another contractor. So. Absolutely. You're taking control. And yeah. I love it because there has never been a time in our lives where more information is available for free. So much, so much. But people just need to be able to take that control to be able to yeah. do the necessary research. Not everybody's willing to, but it's clear just from your experience that when you do take that control, that it can just like work wonders and you can accomplish so much from that. Yep. It definitely mitigates risk. And uh, 
it gets you to be taken more seriously by whoever you end up hiring. They have a little more respect for you. And they also have that like, oh, I don't know. She knows a thing or two about a thing or two. So I don't know. You know, I think she could be hard to uh, take advantage of her. So, yeah. And, and I want to comment on one last comment about the word risk before we go into our lightning round questions. And what I mean by that is you have to remember people that real estate investing is not brain surgery. I mean, you, you would not expect somebody after like three days of watching or, or three hours of watching YouTube to go and operate on somebody's brain because uh, kill the patient, but you can't kill the house. You can't, of course, if you're going to do electrical, uh, yeah, okay, that's a different story, but come on, you get in the deal, you get, the worst that can happen is that you're not going to make as much money as you thought, or it's going to take a little longer, but it's not mm-hmm. brain surgery. Get in there, do it, learn. You'll be better the next one and the next one. This week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. And first thing you know, you're an expert. Jeez, do it. Question. What is, Jacqueline, what is the best advice you've ever received from another investor or from anyone? Networking guru or, or 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 real estate guru, what's what's your the best the best the best advice you've ever received? Um, don't procrastinate on the knowledge that you're going to need in order to uh, scale up, succeed, and keep going. Don't procrastinate on what you need to know. All right. Okay. Second question: What's the one thing you wouldn't do again? <laughs> <laughs> How much time do we have? <laughs> What would I not do? Not do. Um, I when I was starting out, um, if I had my time back, I'm going to answer this a little bit differently. If I had my time back, and I know I'm when I find myself in a situation where I'm lacking confidence, I remind myself about uh, a scenario that I had with my real estate agent five five or six years ago. I didn't move forward on a great opportunity in Niagara Falls because I didn't feel confident on taking on. Uh, five or six tenants uh, all at once. And uh, so, yeah, whenever I'm in a situation where I'm lacking confidence, I'm just like, no, you just stop that because you missed out on a great opportunity five, six years ago. And you are, and you know now that if you run into problems, uh, you know, there's an answer, there's knowledge for that problem to resolve it. So now just go buy the damn property, just go into that market, go do it because you know that, the answer is there. It's, it's, and it's going to be, it's going to be temporary. It's going to be a temporary roadblock or setback. It's all going to be temporary. So two more questions. I'll ask the next one. What share one fun fact about yourself? (laughs) Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like a fun fact. Uh, I think the fun fact about me is people are surprised when they find out that I'm from Newfoundland, that I was born and raised there because I don't have the accent anymore. At least I don't think I do. Um, but uh, I don't 
I don't know. When I graduated from high school, uh, my mom allowed me to go to Europe for a year before entering university. Uh, she wanted me to have that life thing, I don't know, for a year. And so I went over there and I stayed in youth hostels and I hitchhiked a lot for a year. I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> okay. That's a good segue for my last question. If you could tell your 18-year-old self something, what would it be? Um, don't take your dating boy situation very seriously. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, but for the women that are listening to this, if you are young, that 19, 22, 23-year-old relationship that you think you're so in love with, um, set yourself up for life before you commit to anything like that. Uh, go to university. Don't let any relationship stop you from going to university, going after that career going off to anywhere to get things out of your system or travel or anything like that. Do you live you and don't live it for anyone else's, uh, on anyone else's terms or a relationship. And my last question and our last question for today, and it's very interesting that we're going to be asking a question because you just talked about travel. If right now, this minute, if you could be anywhere in the world right this minute, where would it be and why would you want to be there? I am in love with Victoria. I went to Victoria, Canada, BC, for the listeners, uh, the very, very first time in April. I am in love. It's all, it, like I was born and raised in Nicola. I was born on the ocean, but you know, you've got like 10 months of winter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it was, it was like everything that I love about my home and what's in my heart. It was in Victoria without 10 months of winter. So. Um, yeah, Victoria in BC, I, uh, a house on the ocean, uh, oh, yeah. no neighbors. Yeah. So. Let's spend some time in Victoria. The mountains are beautiful. Oh, I just, yeah, I can see me uh, ending my days out there. Yeah. And then just get in your car and drive to the butcher's garden and uh, bring a picnic. Yep. And yes. Okay. Yes. Jacqueline, thank you so very much. This was this was inspirational, educational. This was oh, I really, really enjoyed um, what you shared with our listeners and uh, Victoria. Wow, it was fun working with you. And yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And this is you know finally my first uh, experience as a co-host on a podcast. Right, you check it off my bucket amazing. list. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. You're a natural, Victoria. You're a natural. Lucky. Now remember, we we uh, we are back to doing live events. We're gonna, you know, there's gonna be some more coming in the spring. You're in Waterloo. That's a very very long distance from from where we are. So please come and make sure you come and see us at the next live events. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Have a have a pleasant rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. Danielle, what a great guest Jacqueline was. What was your biggest takeaways? Uh, uh, my biggest takeaway take was grit. I mean, <laughs> she, she she doesn't look anything like grit, but I mean, obviously her mindset and, and her heart and and her spirit is, is all about grit. And, and uh, wow, I, I thought that was really, really inspiring for people to get up their wheel, their, uh, their rocking chair and get going and just do it. Oh, I totally agree. She gave a lot of good information, lots of good stories and lots of good nuggets for people to take and be able to apply it just in their own daily life. So I was really happy to 
to be a part of this podcast. Thank you. Well, thank you for uh, being a co-host. And uh, folks, just remember, we we produce a new podcast or we release a new podcast every Friday. So keep listening, keep getting better at what you're doing, grow your portfolio, and um, then you can customize your life, live whatever it is you want to live. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.